The Right Gear, Episode 10, The Best Laptop for Writers. Hello and welcome to The Right Gear on Hologram Radio, a new podcast for writers that's all about the digital and analog tools we use to write. From computers and apps to pens and journals, we explore them all. I'm your host, Kay Tempest Bradford, science fiction and fantasy author, freelance technology journalist, media critic, and lover of gel pens. This week, I'm going to answer the tech question writers ask me the most of anything. Which laptop should I buy? My answer varies depending on the individual, but there's one kind of laptop I end up recommending 80% of the time, and I bet you're dying to know what it is. Let's start with the basics. When you're buying a laptop, there are certain features that you have to pay attention to more than anything else. Number one, the keyboard. This is the most important bit of hardware for writers, and it's what sets a good laptop apart from a crappy one that you'll regret buying. There are so many terrible laptop keyboards out there, you just don't know. Keyboards with keys in the wrong place, or keys that make typing harder, keyboards that flex when you type, I have seen all kinds of crap. Good keyboards have keys that dip a little bit in the middle with space in between the tops of the keys to minimize dual key presses and other mistakes like that. You also want a keyboard with good travel. That is uh, the distance the keys on a keyboard have to be pushed down before the keystroke is recognized. Many laptops, especially ultra thin laptops, have shallow key travel. And over time that can feel uncomfortable and it's not gonna make for great long typing sessions. If you're not a touch typist, having backlit keys is really great. You'd be surprised just how much a bit of like dimness in the area around you can impact your keyboard visibility and the light from the screen isn't much help. Number two, the display. No matter the size, you want a display that is crisp, bright, and visible in bright light if possible. You wanna get a screen that's at least 1080p. That resolution uh, is a resolution of 1920 by 1080, That's really good for laptops from 11.6 inches all the way up to 15 inches. It'll give you crisp text and there's enough room to put windows side by side if you need to. Now you may still find some laptops with 1366 by 768 resolution. And that's okay if you're looking at say 11 or 12 inches, but not really great for anything larger than that. Number three, internal hardware that will keep up with what you are gonna do. So look, whatever your budget, just realize that a slowed laptop is not going to help you get that novel written. It's just not going to do it. So there are certain minimum thresholds you need to hit in most cases to get a laptop that's going to be good for you as a writer. I always suggest a minimum of four gigabytes of RAM. Although if you're a browser tagaholic like I am, you're going to need more. If you can afford it, opt for eight gigabytes, 12 gigabytes. Hey, some places will even give you 16 or 20 in one machine. The more RAM you can get, the more browser tabs you can have open, the more different applications you can have open at one time, it's great. So more RAM always, but four gigabytes is your minimum. Another component that you should get if you can afford it is SSD storage. I talked a little bit about this in the backups episode about solid state drives you know, how they won't get messed up if you drop them. They're far faster than the traditional spinning hard drives. And so they make the whole computer faster. They are more expensive though. The other thing to consider is the processor or CPU. 
If your writing computer is also your main computer, then you're going to want a robust CPU. And I suggest going with either an Intel Core i5 or an Intel Core i7. A Core i5 is going to handle most of your tasks just fine. Core i7 is if you do extra stuff, say you also do a lot of image editing, you also do a lot of video editing, having a more powerful processor makes those things easier. But if your writing computer is mainly for writing and you're not going to do that much but power up Scrivener or Office and the browser, then it's okay to go with something a little lower power than a Core i5. You will also find some computers, uh, the very thin ones, have something called an Intel Core M. And if you're just going for the basics, Core M is fine. But if you can afford it, Core i5, that's the sweet spot. Now here's a note. A thing about processors, I'm only going to get processor geeky for another few seconds here, I promise. There are other processors out there besides Intel ones. AMD also makes a lot of processors for computers. However, the laptops that I tend to recommend mostly come with Intel. And unless you're building or buying a gaming rig, you're not likely to find yourself having to worry about the difference between Intel and AMD and other processors and stuff. But also, I'm just trying to make this as simple as possible for those of you who don't know or just don't care about the entire range of options available. All right, so those are the big key features that you need to think about in order. The keyboard, the display, and the speedy internal hardware. Other aspects such as the size, weight, the number of ports, whether or not it has a touchscreen, et cetera, et cetera, those things can be important too, but they're gonna depend on the specific needs of each writer. So those first three aspects that are gonna help you winnow down the multitude of choices that you have for laptops. All right, taking all that into consideration, which laptop do I think is the best for writers? The ThinkPad T-Series. Even if you haven't listened to some of my other podcasts, you've probably heard of ThinkPads before. They're a brand of computer that's been around for a really long time, used to belong to IBM, now Lenovo makes them. You might even envision them as these bulky, ugly laptops that are usually carted around by businessmen, right? Well, put that image out of your mind. ThinkPads are not as slick looking as MacBooks, I'll grant you that. These days, though, they do look a lot more attractive than they used to. And more to the point, they're more durable than laptops that are all flash and no substance. There are several different kinds of ThinkPads that are gathered into various series. There's the X series, the E series, the S series, etc. The T series is the flagship, and most tech reviewers, including myself, rate it as the best ThinkPad series. ThinkPads are famous for their excellent keyboards and the T-Series sports the best of them. The keyboards have excellent travel for comfortable typing with perfect key size and good space in between them, and all the keys are in the right place. I'm not a real big fan of touchpads and find most of them don't work as well as the ones you'll find on MacBooks. Yes, I said it, the MacBook touchpad is the best. And in the past, I haven't been real impressed with ThinkPad touchpads, but the model that I use, the T450S, actually has a touchpad that I don't hate. ThinkPads also come with a track point nubbin, that little button in the middle of the keyboard that controls the mouse cursor. Some people love this and they prefer to touch pads. So if you do, then you get it on the ThinkPad. If you don't, you don't have to worry about it. It's there, but you can ignore it. The T-Series laptops come in two display sizes, 14 and 15 inches. The 14 inch model's body is pretty compact and actually about as small as a normal 13 inch laptop. So you get more screen without more bulk and that's something that I appreciate. The current Model T series has display resolutions that start at 1366 by 768, which again, I don't recommend, but you can get one that is 1920 by 1080 or all the way up to 2560 by 1440. 
Now, again, that higher resolution I don't think is absolutely necessary, especially if you're not doing graphic design. So I'd go for the 1080p resolution. But, you know, if you want to get the higher one, you need the extra pixels, go for it. As to internal hardware, you can equip all the models with the specs that I suggest. You can get them with the solid straight drive, an Intel Core i5 CPU, and they start at 4 gigabytes of RAM. The great thing about ThinkPads is that they're customizable if you buy them from Lenovo. So you can upgrade all of the key components if you want. So get 8, 12, 16, I think you can get up to 20 gigabytes of RAM on the newest model. Thumbs up. One customization worth noting, because ThinkPads are business laptops, you can buy them with Windows 7 pre-installed. And I know Microsoft is pushing Windows 10 hard, but if you want to be a holdout and stick with Windows 7 for a while longer, like me, you can have it shipped pre-loaded with the ThinkPad. The ThinkPad being a business laptop is another key aspect of why they're really great for writers. These machines are designed for rigorous travel, so they can take a beating, and they're designed to last longer than a few years. They have to be. A corporation doesn't want to have to upgrade everyone's laptop every two years or less because they're poorly made or easily broken. In general, business and enterprise laptops will go the distance. Another advantage, ThinkPads are designed to be upgradable. With many laptops, especially ultra-thin ones, you are stuck with your same configuration for all time. When the battery loses its ability to last long or even hold a charge, oh well, sucks to be you. Not enough RAM to handle newer software or a bulky web? Better get a new computer! Not with most ThinkPads and many other business machines. With the T-Series, you can add more RAM, swap out the hard drive, and replace the battery on some models. The laptop I use is the ThinkPad T450S, which is last year's model. The current models are the T460, T460S, and the T560. The differences between the T460 and the T460S are mostly to do with size. The S is slim, and it's an ultrabook. And though it's not that much thicker, the T460 has just that much more room for a few extra ports, processors with more power, and a spinning hard drive as well as SSD options. It also starts at a lower price than the T460S. If you buy them new, and if you customize them, the T-Series laptops are going to cost you a chunk of change. The T460 and T560 start out around $800, and to get the specs I suggest, you'll probably end up paying close to $1,000. The T460S starts around $1,000, and to get it with the RAM mount I suggest, you're looking at a little less than $1,200. Keep in mind, these laptops will last you, so it is a good investment. However, I know not everyone has the money for that kind of investment. Here's where the fact that ThinkPads are durable works to your benefit. You can get older models in the T-Series for not very much money and without much hunting. Used and refurbished ThinkPads are everywhere. The reason is very similar to why you can get Alpha Smarts for super cheap. Businesses buy ThinkPads in bulk for their workforce. Then a few years later, they upgrade and sell off the used ones for very little money. Resellers clean them up and put them on the market at low prices. And because they're ThinkPads, they still have a good two or three or even more years in them. You won't get the most recent and fastest internal hardware, etc., but you will get a great keyboard and a display you can see in sunlight and durability. As you shop around for the used ones, be sure to look at the list of specs to make sure they're at least four gigabytes of RAM, usually they're more, and try to get the highest resolution on the display that you can afford. There are links in the show notes to reputable sellers of used or refurbished ThinkPads that start for as little as $150. To find T-Series laptops, just look for a model number that starts with T. They follow an easy to figure out pattern, T410, T420, T530, etc. The lower the number after the T4 or T5, the older the machine is. So the T440 is a T-Series from 2014. Got it? Bottom line on all of that, the ThinkPad T-Series is the best laptop for writers. 
new one or used, it has all the qualities writers need. Uh Uh-oh, okay, I hear the rumbling out there. I hear you shouting. But Tempest, what if I want a simple laptop just for writing? What if I want a small, light laptop? What if I want a really inexpensive but new laptop? What if I want a MacBook? Okay, I hear you. (laughs) We're going to cover some of this in upcoming episodes, but here's a breakdown. As far as MacBooks go, right now the 13-inch MacBook Air appears to be the best of Apple's offerings if you don't need the more powerful Pro for a specific reason. The newest model is very fast with long battery life. While the keyboard isn't as good as the ThinkPads, it is one of the best laptop keyboards around. The display options aren't that great though compared to what you get at the same price with other laptops, other PCs at least. And since I feel that display is really important, that's one of the reasons why the MacBook is not at the top of my list. But if you really want one, there you go. As far as simple or inexpensive laptops you use just for writing, the Acer Aspire E-Series offers some decent options in the budget price range. The displays aren't the best, but the keyboard is pretty good for a laptop that you can sometimes get for less than $400. But before you check out Acer machines, I refer you back to used and refurbished ThinkPads. You can get those for under $400 as well and get a better keyboard. If you want something smaller than 14 inches, there are 12 inch ThinkPads as well. Um, They're in the X series and they have excellent keyboards and good displays. There are links to that Acer Aspire and the inexpensive ThinkPads in the show notes. Recommending small and light laptops is complicated. So next week, we're gonna talk netbooks and their descendants with my favorite tiny laptop expert, Brad Linder of lilyputing.com. In the last couple of years, I feel like the netbook has come back. Nobody wants to use the name netbook anymore. Yeah, they really don't. <laughs> it has this connotation of like, oh, those things that people sort of poo-pooed because the screens were too small and the keyboards were too cramped. It's not uncommon to be able to find a $150 or $200 laptop that has an 11.6-inch display, an Intel Atom processor, maybe 2 gigabytes of RAM and 32 gigabytes of storage. It'll connect to the internet. And as long as you don't load too many things on it or expect it to do things that can't, It's a perfectly serviceable computer for $150. I hear a voice way in the back of the room shouting, what about Chromebooks? Don't worry, there's an entire episode coming up about those in the near future. And you don't want to miss that, right? You won't if you subscribe. And you can do so by searching for us on iTunes or by going to hologramradio.org slash the right gear. And of course, that's W-R-I-T-E. You can subscribe via your favorite podcatcher using our RSS feed if iTunes is not your thing. At the website and in the show notes, you'll also find links to all the laptops I mentioned in this episode, plus links to reviews. And as always, there are links to our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. You'll also see a link to my new Patreon supporter page. If you like this podcast or any of my other media endeavors, please consider supporting me monthly. You can pledge as little as $1 and you get access to podcast extras and other fun stuff. Pledge more and get more rewards. And finally, at the bottom of the episode page is a feedback link, which magically opens the comments section. Let me know what you think of my pick for best laptop and tell me which features you feel are the most important in a laptop or which laptop you think is the best. Until next time, I'm Kay Tempest Bradford, and I challenge you to debate the eternal question, Mac versus PC, without it devolving into a bloody grudge match. Good luck with that. The Right Gear podcast on Hologram Radio is written and edited by yours truly and produced by head hologram Alex Knight. Our logo was created by Ashley Emma Onstott and made colorful by hologram Michael Norton. 
Our theme music, Kill Your Darlings, was composed by Steve Combs.